Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Chicago Bears got their quarterback. Welcome into the Windy City Podcast. I can't believe it, honestly. The way the draft fell and the Bears being aggressive and Justin Fields falling, and who knows if he'll be great, but this was the right play, and the Bears did it. This wasn't overreaching for Mitchell Trubisky. This wasn't trading up and drafting Mac Jones. Mark Grody, 670 the score. WBBM 780 is going to join me to discuss the entire draft. But let me just tell you this about Justin Fields. little piece uh, from the Pat McAfee Show and Mark Sanchez talking to a guy by the name of Dr. Goldman, who's a sports psychologist. Sanchez, quote, I talked to him yesterday. He has some interesting information on how he evaluates players, all players from different sports. Since 2012... This doctor, he's interviewed and given basically a mental aptitude test on an iPad to 6,500 athletes, professional athletes, not just this average Joe walking down the street. They have a learning efficiency rating on there, Sanchez continues. So it's basically acquisition, like how many reps does it take until you get it, until you understand something, and then your recall. Like once you have it, can you bring it back and use it, right? They're base, that's basically what they're trying to figure out in that part of the test. So how long does it take you to figure something out? And then once you have it figured out, how much can you remember it? So here, just to finish it up, quote, Justin Fields the guy who supposedly can't go through his read, doesn't have great worth ethic, all this bogus stuff. He scored the highest ever. He scored the highest they can rank him. He scored a 130 on it. Patrick Mahomes was like a 108. Josh Allen was like a 108. Over 100 is good. 130! Now, whatever. I don't know if that means something but I'm or not, but I'm guessing it does. And he got great grades in high school. And and sure, you can be really smart and suck at football. This dude can throw the thing a country mile. And he's fast. So you got to like it. And I hope that they don't rush him would be my other part of this. Talk about that with Grody. Do not rush this guy. Sit him the whole year. Let him learn. Don't put 
the dire needs of the franchise to win games in front of his development. He is the most important thing that you have by far develop him the right way. Tevin Jenkins is an interesting story, too. I want to play some audio from him coming up. Uh, But first, this podcast is brought to you by Danette May and Mindful Health LLC, featuring May's top superfood product from Earth Echo Foods, Cocoa Bliss. Nothing feels better than being able to enjoy rich, smooth, creamy chocolate and knowing you're doing something good for your body. They start with 100% organic cocoa beans, naturally kissed by the sun, and maintaining their miraculous health benefits. They put in turmeric, MCT oil, coconut, Himalayan sea salt, cinnamon, black pepper, the perfect blend to make you feel the best you've ever felt. The result, you fall in love with the truly decadent, healthy, guilt-free chocolate, removing your cravings, facilitating weight loss. I could use that. Boosting your energy. I take that too. Reducing your inflammation. That'd be awesome with the one simple drink. It's paleo, gluten-free, keto, vegan, and vegetarian diet friendly. Go to earthechofoods.com forward slash minute media. Earth echofoods.com forward slash minute media put in that promo code minute 15 you get 15 percent off you're gonna love the product it's awesome tastes good you feel healthy yeah 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 do it speaking of doing it let's do it the windy city podcast with mark grody starts right now showtime have a trade and adam schefter has the detail shefty Greeny, we have the Giants trading number 11 to the Chicago Bears. The Bears come up, presumably for a quarterback. Boy, how exciting is this? With the 11th pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, the My Chicago Bears select Justin Fields, quarterback, Ohio State. Oh! I don't think there's there's, there's pressure at all on me because, uh, you know, I expect myself to, you know, uh, be a franchise quarterback, so, you know, um, there's there's really no added pressure. Um, you know, I, I came from a big program like Ohio State where, you know, the, the, the fan base is very passionate about their sports. So uh, there's there's definitely no no added pressure on me in terms of that. You know, I expect myself to be a franchise quarterback and, a, uh, you know, one day hopefully a, a, a top top five quarterback in this league. Can you believe that they traded up and got Justin damn fields? Seriously. <laughs> no, I can't believe they did it. It was. It's got to be, like, the most shocking and satisfying – and I'm, I'm going to get dramatic here – most shocking and satisfying draft of all time for the Bears because they've, they've made, obviously, in their rich history, they've made good selections in the first round as recently as 2018 when they got Roquan Smith, but that was the obvious, somewhat even safe thing to do when they got Roquan Smith. But this is just this came out of nowhere, really, um, to to move up like they did to go, to get the player that they got. You know, I mean, yeah. Who, who knows what like people would have actually thought that the Bears would do if they moved up to that spot that they. It's like not only move up, but it seems like seems like they got the right guy, Justin Fields. If they had drafted Mac Jones, it would have been a heart attack. Honestly, for me, it would have. I don't think Chicago would be as excited if they had done that. Like it wasn't just drafting a quarterback. I think for some reason they the Bears fans are looking at Justin Fields like he perhaps is Deshaun Watson and or Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, for better or for worse, man, people there are occasions.
in the adjective generational, as in generational quarterback. That's like one step beyond elite. You know, like elite is elite. Like there are guys that are elite for a few years and then not necessarily – like Donovan McNabb, he was elite for, for a few years, but you would never put him down as a generational quarterback like Peyton Manning or Tom Brady or what everybody thinks Trevor Lawrence is going to be. But he's the only other quarterback in this crop of talented guys that seems to have had that moniker placed before his name at times. He and Trevor Lawrence are the only ones who some people say – and I'm not going to say it – but some people say generational quarterback. Well, you watch the highlights, and there he is maneuvering in the pocket and firing it 70 yards down the field on a dime to Ohio State receiver for a touchdown. It's like, okay, we have not had that. And he's fast, and he's smart. Like, What's not to like here? Okay, fine, he holds the ball too long. Maybe that's because the Buckeyes had him throw deep too much. I will live with the fact that he's going to learn and, okay, he doesn't go through his progressions as quick, according to some. He can learn that, too. Like, the bones of the quarterback are there. He's fast. He's got a huge arm. He's smart. I'm good. Yeah, I mean, I think you said the key word there, and that's smart, that, that he's football smart and book smart. I mean, like, both. So those things will help. Yeah, and the fact that he's, I mean, obviously that's not, like, you, you can live without the bomb arm, as in throwing bombs, but... It's a huge plus, especially with what, you know, Matt Nagy has been wanting to do since he walked into Hallis Hall in 2018, and that's throw the damn ball down the field on a consistent basis, which we never saw with Mitchell Trubisky. So that's going to be a huge thing. As far as the progressions are concerned, yeah, absolutely. That's something that he's going to learn on a different level with different defenses and reading defenses on that level. But those are things that it seems like, it seems like, from everything that I've heard, with, again, the smarts on the field and off the field that he's going to be able to to gobble up. And we know that the Bears' plan, at least for now, is to develop him to learn how to do those kinds of things. This is the whole Kansas City, Alex Smith, Patrick Mahomes redo. Andy Dalton is our Alex Smith. That's the deal? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, in talking to Matt Nagy, he did reference 2017. I mean, he did say that, he didn't say that they had to be loyal to it or stick to that blueprint, but he did reference it. And as you know, Mark, and as we all know, that in 2017, Patrick Mahomes did not see the field until week 17. Now, I'd go out on a limb and say that that KC team, that 2017 uh, team, was more talented and more capable of doing damage in the postseason than what the Bears should be in 2021. It is the NFL, so I could be wrong on that. But since they're different, one would suspect, I would suspect that we'll probably see Justin Fields play football for the Bears earlier than Week 17. That's interesting. I feel like they just bought themselves some time. We are not going to play him this year. We're not going to make the same mistake that we made with Mitch when we rushed him on the field with John Fox, and it made no sense just because we were so bad with Mike Lennon and Andy Dalton, he might not be a Pro Bowl quarterback anymore or barely made it ever, but as an alternate for the record. But okay, that's fine. He's not going to be as bad. Like, I don't, like, I think they could just sit him the whole year and Bears fans will be like, okay. I mean, th- there will be calls for him, but I think people will get it. And it's, Man, it, and I, it, I think, no? I, I think it's going to be like 50 50. It's going to be divided, man. I mean, because if, if Andy Dalton, and no, I, I, I'm going to, 
go back on that. I'm going to say it's going to be 70-40. Like, people are going to want to see Justin Fields on the field. Unless there's some sort of resurgence from Andy Dalton where it's just magic and he is, like, legit terrific and you're winning games and then – then, then you could put that away, but it just doesn't seem like that's the way it's going to go down. I mean, it would seem like it would be ideal to allow him to do that, but I, I don't think it's realistic to expect Bears fans to just sit back and say, yeah, something like that is going to happen. And I also, I like, as far as, and, and, and it is, I've heard a lot of people say what you just said, Mark, and that is that, that, that Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace just bought themselves a lot of time now, that's possible, but I also know that a lot of people said when the Bears made the bold move to trade up to get Mitchell Trubisky in 2017 from 3-2, to two, that Nagy and Pace would be tied to that quarterback as well. That if it didn't work out, that those two, not, not Nagy, Pace, because Nagy wasn't even there in 2017, but Nagy or Pace would be out. That if it doesn't work, he's, and, and here he is, still here, um, and so I don't think that such things are predictable. If the Bears have a horrible season, no matter who's quarterbacking, I don't know that they have that security. See, and for the record, I never really bought that if Trubisky sucks, Pace is out. Just for the sheer fact that once they went to the playoffs and they were 12-4 and four and George McCaskey and Virginia, love you, Virginia, they all felt like they had the Bears ship in the right direction, you know? And, yeah. and and I just think that they were, like, they said, oh, thank you. We've gotten past the John Fox and Mark Trestman, and finally we've got this young Ryan Pace who knows what he's doing, and a Super Bowl is, if not imminent, it's definitely coming, and we don't have to think about reworking the franchise again. And then it went south so damn fast that I think they were their heads were spinning over. They're like, oh, my God. The other part of that, though, is as far south as it felt like it went, when you look up at the record, they were eight and eight. Now you and I know from watching it, it felt worse than eight and eight. Number one, relative to expectations after 2018, and then number two, it just didn't look good. It just didn't look right in any way, shape, or form. And then all of a sudden, you're like, "Holy crap!" They have a chance to be 500, and that's what they have been. And if you are Ted Phillips or George McCaskey. And you're grading a team ultimately by wins and losses. Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy together have not had a losing season. Right. Right. And I think they just generally like those guys. Yeah. You know, and and you're watching you're watching Nagy, and he's I what which one did I watch? He had the the phone call to the sixth round pick, Thomas Graham Jr. Did you see that one or hear that one? <laughs> wait, wait, you guys, you guys, you quiet. Hello, hello, I'm sorry. Thomas, it is. What's going yes, on? Yes, sir. Nothing much. How's your day going? Uh, long. Long. Frustrating. Frustrating. Yeah, dude, you just got drafted in the NFL, bro. Hey, 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 h
That's not frustration. <laughs> that Chicago. Thank you for this opportunity. I promise I won't make you regret it. Oh, I know. Hey. Hey. Welcome to Chicago. Hey, enjoy it with your family here, okay? Tell them to hold all that yeah, shit when, when your name comes up here on, across the screen. Hey, I can't wait. So he he calls up Thomas. He's like, Thomas, how you doing? Well, I, you know, it's been a long day, man. He's like, <laughs> he's like, it's been a long day. Look, man, it's the sixth round. It's pick two hundred twenty-seven. My whole family's been sitting here. No one's picked me. Who the hell's on the phone? <laughs> Basically, they didn't even know who picked them. It was just so damn happy he got picked. <laughs> Hey, Thomas, how do you feel about playing special teams for the Chicago Bears? <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> it's a sixth round. No one's going to pick me. And like, like, you're sitting there like, I'm better than every single one of these guys that's been drafted since like round four. You're freaking out your Thomas Graham. It was a great call. And Nagy gets off and he's like, he's like, that's why you make those calls. And I'm like, that's why they love this guy. They just love him. They, they love an adorable Matt Nagy when his phone calls. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean,. These guys, I mean, especially Matt Nagy, the guy is wholly likable. I mean, he, the, the, I mean, I, for a guy, I, I thought that eventually, like the last two years, the media would wear him down, as most Bears quarterbacks have been worn down that haven't had the, the right kind of success. But I'll tell you this, man, from being around that guy for every single one of his live press conferences or Zoom press conferences, I don't think I've ever seen him kind of you know, spit back at report maybe a couple of times, but relative to most coaches in the NFL or past coaches with the Bears, um, the guy is guy's great talker and he is great at letting stuff slide off. And always has the energy. Like he's just yep. just uh, does every single day. Yep. Well, you know that's where we're at with that. And okay, all right, Matt, I get it. You're super. <laughs> you're yeah. super excited. Uh, who, if anybody, who are you most excited about outside of fields? Tevin Jenkins, Larry, is it Borum, Khalil yeah. Khalil Herbert, Daz Newsom, the wide receiver out of North Carolina, Thomas Graham Jr., the cornerback out of Oregon, uh, Kyrus Tonga. Did I say that right? Defensive tackle BYU. What do you, you what do you it. what do you like here, Marco? I mean, I think the one honestly that gets me the most excited is Tevin Jenkins, and that's just because he's going to start. I mean, and he he has ex- most experience at right tackle, but Ryan Pace being very ambiguous about which side he's going to start on did not rule out the possibility that he could be the left tackle, which would leave things open on the right side for either Jermaine Fetty or Elijah Wilkinson, a guy that they brought in in the offseason. So it's weird to get excited about uh, an offensive lineman, but in this case I am because it's not one. Like last year when they took two offensive linemen, uh, uh, your guy Arlington Hambright and my guy <laughs> Latavius Pig-Simmons, it was like, you know, what are these guys going to be on the practice squad? Are they going to sniff the roster? And now you got a guy – that is going to be part of a rebuilt offensive line and maybe, maybe allow nice guy Matt Nagy to do what he really wants to do. 
So were you on the Tevin Jenkins, and I'm with you, by the way, on Tevin Jenkins for numerous reasons, and I'm playing a bunch of this audio here. So Tevin is an interesting guy. He he, uh, was crediting his father, and then you go into the research and you learn that Tevin lost his mom when he was eight years old to breast cancer, and he's got a tattoo on his, I think it's his right shoulder. I went back and found a video that he did during Breast Cancer Awareness Month when he was at Oklahoma State to honor his mom, and I mean, this one will make you cry. Dear Mom, I just want to start out by saying that you are deeply missed, not only by myself, but by others you've had an impact in their lives too. I really want to say thank you for raising me and teaching me all your life lessons you could in such a short amount of time. I never knew how valuable our time was together. I know your fight with breast cancer was hard and you battled as as much as you could until you couldn't anymore. That is why this month means so much to me. I ended up getting a breast cancer ribbon tattoo on my right arm for you with your birth date and the day you passed away to pay homage to you. It's there to remind me that whatever pain I'm going through, it couldn't be half the pain you were going through fighting cancer. I still think about you a lot and I'm trying my best to make you proud of me through my actions on, but mostly off the field because I know you raised me to be the most respectful person I could ever be. There is not a day that goes by where I wish I had your motherly touch. I can't wait for the day I get to see your beautiful, bright smile again and give you the biggest hug I could ever imagine. But until then, I'll keep on trying to make you the most proud mom. Love you always and forever. Tev. As powerful on the sensitive side as you can possibly be, and then there's the other side where these quotes that you just straight macho 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 i'm gonna stick your face in the dirt i say my edge to me is about being able to finish anybody in the dirt i don't care who you are lined up against me i don't care what you're wearing against me i don't care who you are i'm gonna attack you and i'm gonna be able to like jump my i'm gonna basically i'm going to impose my will against another man and use that force against him until he gets worn out and tired and i don't care how long it takes i'm gonna do that 24 7 and i'm gonna do that all game it was like the most aggressive thing ever. And then I go back and watch it, and he's wearing glasses, and he kind of looks like a, an engineer or something. Like it wasn't, you know, it didn't, what the words did not match up with what he looked like. So I'm curious if you were on that call, were you feeling like this intensity from Tevin Jenkins or what, like, what was that in the moment, like when he was saying these things, like, whoa, or did it not feel as intense because he looked so nice? Yeah, this is really interesting because it's part of all of his scouting reports that he's this this super nasty, as I said on the radio today, Olin Krutz-esque, like just this mean dude who's going to beat your ass if you mess with any of his players, and he's going to finish every play to the whistle and, uh, you know, to the echo of the whistle, I should say, and, you know, you, you just, you don't mess with this guy, and then you just, you know, repeated some of the quotes that, that he had said, and and that, that's what he was saying for sure. And like I said, this wasn't anything new. But the interesting part was that then we talked to Oklahoma State head coach Mike Gundy, uh, the famous Mike Gundy. And he said, per, per the mean demeanor on the field, he said, oh, yeah, that's a new thing. 
He's like that. That just started. Yeah. You know I mean, and and basically, Mike Gundy taking full credit for it, taking full credit, saying, "Yeah, he, you know, he's a guy that needs to be challenged, and he's going to continue to need to be challenged." And I think, and he even said, Mike Gundy said that he would joke around with Tevin Jenkins and always telling him, "Hey, you know, you're a guy who who could be worth forty million dollars someday." And Tevin Jenkins just sort of laughed it off. And basically, I think he was coached up. He was like, dude, look, if you want to survive in the NFL, you bet you best be nasty and you better adopt that personality, even if it's not necessarily you. So my conclusion to it is, is I think that it is it is something that he is sort of artificially added, but it doesn't mean he can't adopt that and be that way. And apparently it's working for him. Um, to be that way, and I think it, it was just kind of some friendly advice to to him that you better you better get nasty, and he's 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 smart enough, as you said, to to follow through with that. And for the record, he is a super smart dude too, super intellectual, all that kind of stuff. But they've added the nasty to him as well. That's awesome. That okay, all right, dude. I get it. I need to say that I want to kill everyone. And he was asked about Chicago, and oh, they're just smash mouth like type people. You know, they're. Uh... Very, uh, very aggressive. Uh, they're very. I'm about to say, I'm about to say, I have a lot of words that are not like uh, appropriate for uh, camera use. I would say, you know, I, I'm about to say, I like to be awareness, uh, have the awareness of people around me and the people I'm in with right now. So uh, let's just leave it at. Uh, let's just leave it at uh, how aggressive they are. This how it's going to be. Oh, I just absolutely love that city. Like everybody in that city wants to kill everybody in that city. It's a bear. I, I'm like, I'm like, oh, okay, Tevin Jenkins. The number one thing to me, I've ever grew up my whole life, been office lineman my whole life, defensive end, office lineman, didn't care about anything else. Number one thing I've always learned is you keep your quarterback clean and you always keep him upright. No matter what you have to do, be dirty, throw, hold, whatever what you got to do. If anybody hits my quarterback after the play, that's my problem. And not his, and that's how I want to carry myself, and that's what I want to do, and that's the man I have to be. I'm sitting there, I'm thinking, is this guy, you know, Richie Incognito Part Two? And then I, you know, click on the film to to watch it back. I'm like, oh, you don't look like this at all. <laughs> no, no, I don't, man. I I don't think that's him. I mean, I, he he has plenty like that, though. You know what I mean? Like he he's, he plays with an edge, so. If he like, I got no problem. Like, if he needs feels like he needs to talk himself into being nasty, and that makes him a terrific tackle on the Chicago Bears, then, sure. then that absolutely works. And and he's obviously going to win points with Bears fans by you know talking about how much he absolutely loves the city of Chicago and being a Bear. And you know he talked about you know how he was pumped up about the kind of the nasty roughhouse um, reputation of the Bears. So. He's, he's got all the talking points down now. Now it's just a matter of, as Mike Gundy said, he's still going to need to be challenged. So we, we'll see. I'm a man. I'm 40. Go get him. That's right. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a man. I'm 40. And, you know, he he was, uh, you know, these guys are all learning about the city. I mean, Daz Newsom, the, the wide receiver from North Carolina, um, you know, he, he told um, one of the reporters, I think the, the reporter in this case, was Steve Leventhal. He <laughs> he told Steve Leventhal that he didn't know there was a beach in Chicago. So and I was like when he said that I was like, that's totally fair. Like if you're not from here, 
you have it's the weirdest thing in the world when you're in downtown Chicago, and then all of a sudden there's this massive lake in the middle splattered all over the place. Right, right. Well, who would think that that would exist? Doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Right. The particular questions for Tevin Jenkins, but Larry Mayer's phone like crapped out. It was like really loud. It scared Tevin yeah. Jenkins. <laughs> it was overmodulated. Yeah. That's the worst. I was loving all of it. It was just a phenomenal listen. I, I was. Oh, we are characters. We're like we're like the townspeople, like the we with Bears reporters or the or the town hall uh, staff. So we all we all bring a little something extra special to the beat, Marco. What was your take on uh, on the Fields press conference? What'd you think of him? I mean, I, I was I, I couldn't tell. Like like somebody asked me when I, I did a show right after our draft show, just of the many shows I've done recently to get back to the beginning of our conversation, and somebody called into me and I had only had one zoom with him. I've been on two zoom calls with him now. Somebody called into me and said, Hey, it sounded like he didn't, he's not really excited about being a Chicago bear. He sounds like he's like kind of depressed about it. And my answer then was like, I don't, I have no idea what his like everyday demeanor is, but now having been on with him twice, he is just a super, super measured guy. And um, I think it was his head coach at Ohio state Coach Day, I believe it is, yeah. said like he, he is like he is always like has a rage and you know adrenaline pumping inside, but you don't get to see it on the outside. So I think that's just the way he is. I think he's a calm, composed, again, su- like like we talked about earlier, super smart kid. Um, and I I think that those are probably good traits to have if you're a quarterback to be able to maintain that calm. It'll be way more interesting listening to that every week than the other guy. We just got to get out there, and my <laughs> my teammates love me, and I love my teammates. And I mean, I couldn't take it after a while. Mitch, Mitch, Mitch. Yeah, can, Mitch. Can right, we, Mitch. Can you we can say his name? He's not the <laughs> other guy. He's Mitch Trubisky, man. Don't don't let's not just like put Mitch away just because he sucks. Uh, he, uh, I, you know, and you were a nice guy, Mitch. You were a you were a good, hearty Mitch. And at the very back end, just to give Mitch some love, I thought he sort of slowed down and had a little bit. There was a little bit more of the actual Mitch was starting to come out. Although, and then, but then he, I think, then he played well, and he got nervous again, and then we lost him at the end of the season, and now he's in Buffalo. Good. Yeah, I mean, like. Uh, and I was talking about this today with the one and only Mark Potash. Love Mark Potash. No, no, with Hub. Hub Arcus. They're both they're both worthy of the one and only moniker for sure. Uh, but the the conversation was it was clearly what was best for both sides, right? The Bears had given Trubisky every single possible opportunity, and I think Trubisky was probably tired of it too and it played out that way and it was best that both parties moved on i hope that trubisky has success with wherever he ends up or wherever it is that he ends up getting his second chance probably not going to be in buffalo but um hopefully somewhere down the line he'll get another shot and this time it'll work out better he actually is one of those guys that you do root for like i have i go go and be successful man i've got nothing against you i hope you have a good career you're a good guy it's like it's most breakups that you have in life. You hope that they never have a good date again, or if they do go on and get married, they end up getting divorced in a year. With Trubisky, not the you, you go, Mitch. Mitch, I hope it works out in Buffalo. I hope Josh Allen gets hurt and you get to play fifteen games and you lead the Bills to the playoffs. That'd be great for you, and it'd be amazing. Yeah, I mean, like it's like the proverbial. It's not his fault that the Bears moved up to number two, or that 
most GMs in the NFL thought that this that Trubisky was a top ten quarterback. That ain't on him. He was a good guy. He had his moments, and so yeah, there's like actually zero reason to not hope for this kid. Yeah. Should we be excited about Larry Borum, Daz Newsom, Thomas Graham, or Mr. Tonga? No, right? Doesn't matter. We got well, yeah. you know, from the fifth <laughs> round on, Marco. It's always a little bit of a crapshoot, but um, somebody, you know, I mean, I guess based on the the the, the fifth round success that that Ryan Pace has had in the past, right, with Jordan Howard and Adrian Amos, and then in the sixth, or I guess the fifth round, or was it? Uh, I'm trying to think. Where did we find? Oh, it was sixth round last year for um, for Darnell. No, no, I'm sorry, Darnell Mooney, fifth rounder. Fifth right? Rounder. I am having a conversation with myself right now, which so, is great. I mean, yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> it's good for your podcast. I think it's good for everybody to, to hear the thought process of a Mark Rody. But I think that you know you might out of that group, out of uh, Borum, Herbert, Newsom, <laughs> Grant Jr., and Tonga. You might have something somewhere. Might have. I mean, Daz Newsom's got the best name. It's a phenomenal name. Uh, I can see myself screaming like "Daz it!" something like along those lines. So I, I can get into a Daz Newsom, and I love well, the. Well, Mark, I, sorry to interrupt you, but find that you're going to want to play this tape on your podcast. But go back to the Daz Newsom press conference and and. Uh, yours truly asked him about that name, Daz, and 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 there is some significance to it as well. And then here's the thing about Thomas Graham Jr. Back to him, he loves the media. He loves talking to us. So there's something. All right, I like see. I like both of that. And uh, bottom line, let's wrap it on this. Could you have imagined in your wildest dreams? How incredibly positive Bears fans have been the last couple of days. This I, I did not. I didn't think it was. I didn't think that we had the ability to turn on a dime like this and just celebrate a draft pick. But the city has completely and utterly embraced Justin Fields to levels that I just it's it's impressed me. The approval rating is like ninety nine percent, and I and I say ninety nine because there's got to be some. There's going to be a faction of of people who, for whatever reason, don't like it. But like I said. I don't know that I've ever seen the approval rating for a Bears move be this high. I mean, Khalil Mack, the the trade for him comes close. Yeah, but yep. this is a quarterback. This is a quarterback, and that's that makes it completely different. So, right? I mean, no nobody has broken bad on on this draft. So, this party's just getting started, Marco. That is a good reminder, though, because when they traded for Cutler. This town loved it. I think I I was one of the few like I like Kyle Orton. <laughs> <laughs> of course you did. No, I, I I fell for Cutler and I I loved it and thought it was going to be the greatest thing ever. And uh, obviously he wasn't horrible, but he did not fulfill expectations. And we'll see about Justin Fields. Yeah. Yeah, and the, and the the one percent is the as we wrap it up, Marco. And I, I appreciate the time, brother. I, I am getting a lot of texts, or at least some, and they're saying to me, "Yeah, well, that, yeah, I, whatever. The quarterback's cool, but I still hate Pace, and I don't want to root for him. Like that that dude is still out there. People are not loving, wanting him to succeed." Which... Oh yeah, no, I got a call just like that today, and he was he went on and on and on about how you know Pace, is, and and what I had to say was, of course. I'm not going to, like, 
fight with people who want to say that Ryan Pace is bad at drafting and signing quarterbacks. I mean, I got no argument there. And, you know, he said, oh, now he has to do this. He has to move up in the draft. This is what every single general manager has had to do at some point in time. When you make mistakes, you either make up for it in the draft, overdrafting, or throwing piles of money at guys to plug in at spots that you failed in the draft. It's just the way it goes. And I get it, man. It is loud when you don't succeed at quarterback and Pace deserves that criticism, but it doesn't mean you stop trying. And um, and now, now you move forward with it, and it's okay to say that Ryan Pace did something terrific over this weekend. Right. And for him, look, not how many times you fall down, it's how quickly you get back up. And he didn't get back up immediately, but he got back up this year. And Marco, Marco, there's a Chinese proverb, fall down seven times, get up eight. Larry Mayer, ChicagoBears.com. Hey, Tommy, welcome to Chicago. Oh, I'm not sure if you're here, okay. Um... Hello, I'm sorry. Thomas. It is. Yes, on, sir. Man. Nothing much. How's your day going? Uh, long. This program was recorded on tape for a live audience. Frustrating. Frustrating? Yeah. Dude, you just got drafted <laughs> yeah. in the NFL, bro. Hey, hey! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park.
This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.